Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Today's guest is Peter Quill, also known as Star-Lord. Uh, I wish. No, his, uh, it's really Peter. I cannot say your last name, and it's I'm terrible at pronouncing last names, so I'm not even going to try to slaughter it. Peter is a fellow podcaster and a Back to the Future fanatic and movie buff and man that dude knows a lot about back to the future uh so he's the host of the hydrate level four podcast i uh, loves music movies and back to the future so how could you not love this guy uh, we got along super well we could have talked for like five hours but we weren't able to at this particular time it was five thirty in the morning his time when we recorded this eight thirty here in providence it was insane i cannot believe that he would wake up at five thirty to record podcast it was his idea. I didn't say no. Uh, please go check out his podcast, uh, Hydrate Level 4, which he'll explain at the end of this episode, which is a deep cut to a reference to Back to the Future. It's a father and son podcast where they discuss movies the father grew up watching and get the son's perspective. They're on Stitcher, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, the at HLFS podcast, hydratelevel4.podbean.com. There's links in the intro. There's links and there will be links in the description. Please check out that podcast. Please tweet Peter at RIP Citizen. Uh, super nice guy, and I can't wait to do one of his shows. As always, we are part of the Misfits Net Podcast Network. Uh, it's just been a pleasure to be on there. Been seeing some growth, which has been wonderful. Uh, I've got some really great guests, kind of up in the air, booking for the future. That sometimes I'm just like, I can't believe these people said yes. Uh, I'm very happy for everyone to come on. Big thanks for Peter. This is one of those episodes that came together real quick. It was like we were talking on Twitter, and then like the next day we were recording, and it was fucking great. Uh, you know, awesome. Uh, anyway, you know we're on the all the stuff we're at the Twitter let's chat let's chat podcast email is let's chat podcast at gmail dot com. Our Facebook page is facebook dot com slash let's us chat. These intros are really boring. I am going to keep it short. Whatever you do, you go to hydratelevel4.podbean.com, follow them on Twitter, at, follow Peter, RIP Citizen. Uh, let's get to it. Hey everybody, it's Rebound from the Charity Strike, sitting across me, the annoying as always, Trigger Mike, and the lovely and sexy as always, Jenny O. Hello, boys. Hey there. <laughs> Dude, why would anybody listen to us? Well, you know. No, 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 no. Oh. I got this. Please. Uh, well, partially because since I'm the only girl that actually listens to your show, true. I do find your voices very, very sexy. Well, for one reason, you should listen to us because Jenny O likes to lie about us. It's not a lie. Also, we talk about some sports, and we try to pretend we're funny. And uh, every now and then we got Jenny O on the show. If her voice is not enough to lure you into listening to us, I don't know what it's going to take. Tim Mike's still talking. But anyways, make <laughs> sure you guys check us out at thecharitystrike.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash thecharitystrike. And you know we're on iTunes. The opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Debris Funk, Master Flex, Love, Funk, Star, Ski Wow, so you're in Oregon? Yeah, yeah, I am In Portland? Portland, Oregon, yeah Oh, I, I've, I, uh, my cousins live out there and it sounds amazing Yeah, I like it, you know, I grew up here Um, uh, see, I'm almost 32 now and uh, I think we came up here when I was about five or six. 
Oh, know? okay. So, so you're not like on the Portland bandwagon. Uh, no, no. So uh, if you if you're talking about the Blazers, no, yeah, I I grew up uh, loving the Blazers. Um, that that's the only team I really know because uh, I was born in Texas and the uh, only other team I knew was the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because because we we lived in Dallas, uh, well Dallas Fort Worth. Um, so th- th- that was it. But you know, I I don't think I was really a fan. I I just knew that was a team my parents watched, and um, you know, moved up to Portland and uh, in the. Late '80s, you know, um, I, I think my my dad started watching the Blazers, and you know, just kind of kind of became a fan with him. Um, I don't know how he chooses his teams because you know he's a he's a big um, uh, like a uh, Green Bay fan, you know, uh, Patriots fans. I, I, I don't know. I guess he likes winners. <laughs> is yeah. what it sounds like. My brother-in-law is so. from New Jersey and loves like the Red Sox and the Patriots and. Everything that's not New York related. Huh, interesting. Maybe he likes the Mets, but like hates the Yankees. And I wonder if part of it is just like as like rivalry towards his dad because like they like to screw with each other. Uh huh. But that's funny. And then and like the last like maybe my my experience is in that show Portlandia came out. There's been like a huge like Portland became like a trendy hip city. Like it seems like a really cool place. I've wanted to go, but like yeah. I don't think I've ever really met anyone who's actually grew up there. Yeah, I um, uh, I've, I've grown up here. You know, I can definitely say that, and it, it is nice to be able to kind of recognize Portland in, um, you know, like on TV and in the movies. Because uh, I don't know if you've heard of it or even watch it, but the Backstrom, right, with the um, uh, what's his name, Rain Rain Wilson, right? Isn't isn't that who stars in oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. I watched one episode. I didn't like it, but I lo- <laughs> but I really like him. I love Rain Wilson. Yeah, I, I watched the pilot, and, um, you know, it, it was... It was just nothing, house. Yeah, it was nothing new, you yeah, know, yeah. and... and uh, are you the same it, way with TV? Like, I'm also, like, I know this is, like, a selfish way to view TV nowadays, but, like, I don't give a shit when it airs, so I'd rather watch the whole... Let it all come out and then watch it all in one shot. I, I kind of like it that way. I guess it really depends. Um, a lot of my shows I have... Uh, kind of binge to catch up on very few do i um kind of watch from the very beginning like empire i watched that and i kind of watched that from the beginning and i don't know it was kind of weird because i saw the like the previews um you know come on like during the summer and i was like okay well you know i like terrence howard and i liked him in hustle and flow you know it, how, how bad can it be and you know just kind of watched it from the beginning and go you know this actually isn't that bad you know it's kind of it's actually pretty good. I don't know if you've checked any of that no, out. No, I'm so pumped because apparently I, I, my wife watched it without me, so I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and then, like like every show, I was like, oh, it's just going to get canceled. And then I read it's supposed to be, like, incredible and amazing, and I just feel like I'm I'm not in the loop of the culture for not watching it, and I'm mad at myself. Yeah. Y- it you looks know, amazing. I, it... Like, I walk in sometimes, and I'm like, this is Empire? This looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty good, you know. I mean, co- co- I mean, it's it's hip hop, right? So some some of the actors and um, some of the dialogue can be a little, you know, whatever. But it, it is TV, you know. And yeah, uh, it's I don't know much about King Lear, but it's you know kind of based on that too. Uh, so that's that's kind of where they draw the drama from. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, but Taraji P Henson, you know, I'm a fan of. Um, didn't care for her in the Karate Kid movie, but it, that's a kids movie. Uh, but the, yeah, yeah the, the 
some of the scenes can be a little you know over the top but it, it's 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 really good you, you know it's I, I don't know if it's I wouldn't be surprised if it won any Emmys, but I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't either. You know it, what I mean? Is it a race thing, you think? Because those award shows usually kind of are notorious for ignoring any sort of shows with minorities. Like, The Wire never got anything. And it's, it's like considered one of the greatest shows ever made. Yeah, I haven't seen The Wire, and I really want to. Um, it's good. It, it, it's a little depressing, but it's... I, oh, I you got to be in the depressing. headspace for it. Like <laughs> it's it's really good. I think it's like it's very slow. It's like more of like a very long documentary, is, which I think a lot of people will say. But if it's one of those shows, if it hits you, it's worth every second. Yeah, my my brother in law um, bought the entire series on Blu-ray. So oh, wow, yeah, yeah I, I kind of want to do that. Yeah, I, maybe I want to talk talk him into letting me borrow that. But um, I'm a big fan of Breaking Bad. Yeah, oh my goodness. I Yeah. I I I I uh I started that uh, probably I don't know if anyone else felt the same way. I was like, "Oh, I love that guy from Malcolm in the Middle. I love Malcolm in the Middle." So that's the only reason I even watched the first episode. I watched it the first time it aired, and I was just hooked right after. I remember me and my dad watched it and we were like I remember like my head was like exploding like I had never seen anything like it before. Yeah, that show was nuts. Um I got hooked uh hooked in on the very first episode the pilot yeah it's and, a good pilot too really yeah, good pilot it's really good because it's funny because i've talked to some people and they couldn't get into it until like you know maybe the third episode and they said it's really slow in the beginning i go yeah but they're you know developing the character mm-hmm. and it, it just hooked me from from the very beginning you know i mean with that cold open you don't know what the hell is going on walter white standing there and the police is coming and he's in the middle of the desert but um my brother-in-law got me onto that show and um i got on that show when it was on the the one-year hiatus between um uh the the first half of season five Mm -hmm. yeah so so I binge watched it in like literally two weeks, wow. and and then I was caught up, and then I was able to watch the last what was it eight episodes live. Oh, those were so good too. Yeah, so so that's crazy. And um, my I had a lot of my friends they had watched it already, and they've been trying to get me like um onto it for a really long time. I remember I was at a party and a, a, a birthday party. And one of my friends, he got a Heisenberg T-shirt for for his birthday, and I'm just like, you know, the drawing just threw me. I was like, that the drawing looks stupid. First off, it doesn't look cool. It doesn't make me want to watch the show even more. And just one off night, I was with my brother-in-law, and I think he was watching, you know, maybe catching up on an episode, or maybe he was just channel surfing, and and you know, it landed on that. I go, huh, you know. Um, yeah, let, let me check it out. And I watched the pilot. I go, you gotta be kidding me! Wow, I've been missing out on this. And so I, I've become a really big fan. I've listened to, you know, four or five different podcasts about it just it, because I like yeah. to hear different people's perspectives. Their official um, one was really good. I would like listen yeah. to it the day after it mm-hmm. aired. I thought, it, yeah, they, yeah, man, I love the, Vince Gilligan. And anytime anyone from that show has been on a podcast, I had found it and would listen to it. Oh yeah, I I um I really like listening to them too. The only thing is they they kind of pat each other's back a little too often. Yeah. Uh, b- but I really enjoy the, the the 
you know, the behind the scenes that they bring because um, I'm a big nut about like supplemental material too, you know, when it comes to like Blu-rays and DVDs. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, so if I go to like Best Buy and then I got a you know I got a choice between a DVD and a Blu-ray, well I'm gonna kind of look at the back to see what they offer first because if it's a movie that doesn't have a a lot of effects and you know um, you know CGI or anything like that, I may go with a, a DVD just because it's cheaper. But if there's like a really good uh, feature, then I'll just go with the Blu-ray. I you know an ex-girlfriend of mine uh, years ago bought me Clerks two special edition whatever and there's like a two-hour behind-the-scenes documentary about the film that i've Damn. watched more than the actual film and i love clerks too but i love i love behind-the-scenes stuff more so i'll I like i buy i'm the same way i buy dvds for the special features and the commentary and all that stuff like the simpsons dvds are great because they just like pack it with so much stuff yeah simpsons is that um matt groner matt no matt groning Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's from uh, Portland. Yeah, I, I know the rumor was always that it was uh, it took place in Portland, but I don't obviously it doesn't really take place anywhere. Because right, because it's like, Springfield, the Springfield anywhere, really. Yeah, because isn't there like there's a lot of references like the streets of the characters are named after streets in Portland, I mm -hmm. believe, like Homer or, all, or maybe that's his family. Uh, but... Sim Simpsons is a street. Oh, okay, that's what. And it was. Um, Mr. Burns, we have a, a Burnside, which is a really big street. Um, let me see. Flanders is a street. Uh, Lovejoy, who's a uh, Reverend Lovejoy. Um, Quimby, Mayor Quimby, that's also a street. Um, I don't think I'm trying to think who else is there. Um, some of the smaller characters, not so much like Kerbopple. That's that's not a street that I know of. Um, but yeah, that, that's really neat to see. Uh, I did come across a site one day that did point out other things too, but yeah, a lot of the main characters are named after streets. So, uh, and the quickie marts are kind of, um, I think was, you know, represents this, I don't know. I don't want to say the seven elevens, but we have a lot of those, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to claim 7-Eleven, but, but the Quickie Mart was supposed to represent something in Portland, too. Oh, that's so um, good. I, I, I wish I had it. I let my friend borrow There's this great book called um, The Untold Oral History of the Simpsons, and mm. it's like the Simpsons, like seasons one to like the good where it gets kind of bad with mm -hmm. everyone, Conan, a lot of the Conan O'Brien years, and it had Matt Groening like, with all the references to Portland. I was like, oh, man. Is he? I think he does an episode of Portlandia. I don't know if I saw that one yet. I'm. I. Or, I think I only watched the first season. You know. You know me too. Like I liked it, but then for some reason I just stopped. I don't know why. Like I'll do that with stuff. It's just kind of like there's just so many things to watch. It's it's tough. there is. It's yeah. Really well, tough. just like you know, you we we chat on Twitter. I, I was just kind of asking recently, you know, if anyone's watched Fresh Off the Boat still, you know, because mm -hmm. I I watched the. I think I just watched the first two because you know the the pilot aired uh, episode one and two together, and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, just like well, you know, this this is pretty interesting. I, I would like to continue to watch it, and and I just kind of didn't for whatever reason. I do have all those episodes still on my DVR, but it gets almost... better. I gotta say, yeah, I haven't yeah. watched the the last weeks. Um, so I'm, we're of the same age. I'm thirty, so you're thirty two. You said, uh, turning thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's kind of funny because like. 
I'm almost of that age of uh, Eddie in the in the TV show. Like, especially with maybe I was a little bit younger, but like all the hip hop references and stuff to the mm-hmm. '90s. Like, they're tr- the episode where he wants to he works at his dad's restaurant to buy like the Shaq video game. I was right. like, holy shit, I remember that. I remember that yeah. game being like the worst video game ever made. <laughs> and then the, all like the music too. It's all like Biggie and Tupac, and just because he loves hip hop, it's right. so great. Yeah, I I really like that show. I really like that show a lot, and. I, it's um I forgot one of my my friends at work was talking uh, we were talking about it and I was like oh this new show fresh off the boat they're like oh yeah it's it's the first time they're like it's they're probably a little bit younger than me they're like oh it's the first time I've ever watched a show in prime time that has like um uh, Asian characters as the leads I was like oh that's cool she's like yeah that's because there's never been one since I've been alive and I was like <laughs> oh I am so sorry she's like well it's not your fault I'm like I know and that's it's fucked up. Yeah. It, well, did you know about that Margaret show? Uh, oh, yeah. Margaret she show. Canceled, yeah. Right? Yeah. She she had one like a long time ago. And I, I, I remember kind of watching that. I, I don't remember anything. So I probably, you know, didn't watch a whole lot of it. But then is I think there was one recently, too, where it was like a like a half. I want to say half Korean guy, you know, half Korean white guy who owned like a bar or something. That was also like a kind of a comedy. A PBS, um, maybe? I don't know if I ever saw it then. Well, I I remember, I just I remember him being half. Um, yeah, yeah, I I like half remember it, but like, <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, but you know, there's so many pilots, and oh man. But I know. I know I that we that's... always talk about the Flash on uh, the tweets. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Arrow, I my I I came to that show late. I didn't know anything about it because I don't watch DW. And I don't have cable, but I have, like, Hulu and all that. And, like, my wife is obsessed with Arrow. So uh-huh. and she gets pretty obsessed with stuff easy, too. So I, sometimes I'll just ignore it. And, like, I kept walking into the living room one day. And I'm like, what is this? She's like, this is Arrow. So I was like, fine, we got, I got to watch this with you. And my her and my brother and I are just, like, enamored. Like, I can't get over how fucking good it is. And then we did the Flash spinoff, which I fucking – I actually kind of like the Flash a little better. Yeah, I I enjoy a Flash uh, a lot actually. I um, the Arrow I I started watching and I don't remember when I I think I I mean I don't want to say fell off you know because we, we've kind of been discussing this w- with every show it seems like you know we're giving it a chance and for whatever re- reason we kind of you know pick up on other shows but I stopped watching Arrow when um, is it Felicity. Yeah. Yeah, when when she came, started coming along, and that was probably like what four or five episodes in or something. Oh yeah, it gets way better. She. Oh, I I bet, but it's just gosh, I don't know. I I, I loved her on Flash. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I kind of felt like the Seinfeld, where Seinfeld's good, but once Elaine comes in, the show gets better. The whole dynamic mm-hmm. changes for Felicity, but I mean, I know you also have a, a kid, so like watching TV all the time must be a little bit harder. Yeah, well, I mean, we uh, we got the DVR, and That's I can nice. record. Yeah, it's 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 really nice because I can record four programs at once. Oh, that's so, amazing. Yeah, so yeah, so it's not like um, I can record the tube and I have to keep one on the TV for it to record. I, I don't know if you have a DVR or how it works. Yeah, no, but, no, I have no cable. I'm straight like streaming devices. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so with the DVR, um, you know, the the base is like you can record two at once, but the thing is you have to have one of those channels on at that time. So with us uh, having the capability to record four at once, uh, you, you'd only need one. But I 
I'm never really recording four at once. You know what I mean? So I can record two programs and I could be watching a third just fine. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how I catch up on my shows, but, uh, every single day I'm watching at least one show, you know, um, and then there's half of those maybe my wife watched with me that same day. And then I have my own. Like Monday, uh, we watch Gotham. And then after she goes to bed, I watch Better Call Saul on my own. Um, How is that? Because I, 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 uh, I saw the first two episodes because it's not really on streaming and I haven't paid for it on iTunes or anything. And uh-huh. I really liked it. I think I really liked it. I, I, I really like it too. And the last episode, um, and I don't want to overhype it, but I think this last episode was my favorite. And this isn't spoiler, but it's Mike's backstory. Yeah, I saw a thing on like, uh, who is, I follow Alan Spinewall, like a TV critic, and it was like, is this the, is this episode of Better Call Saul the best episode of television yet? And I was like, wow. Well, you know, I, I don't want, uh, I don't want to say it is because I, I don't I don't feel like I've watched enough television or currently watch enough to say that this is the best episode. But damn, I, I it made me wish that this was better called Mike and that it was going to spawn a spinoff that's going to be about young Mike as a beat cop in Philadelphia. He was like, you know? oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty damn good. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and um, I, I actually told one of my friends, and I kind of want to backpedal because, again, I don't want to overhype it, but um, I felt like it was on par of a Breaking Bad level, you know, the the type of drama. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of action, but it's it's backstory. You know, it's great dialogue. It's great acting by Mike. That, um, um, Jonathan Banks, uh, I think – the, this uh, episode is worthy of a nomination of an Emmy, you know, for for the uh, guest role on this on the show. But uh, I really like it. I, you, you only get a few minutes of um, of Saul's character. It's 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 really a lot to do with Mike himself. You know, uh, it's a little bit of um, uh, flashbacks and a little bit of what's currently going on, too. So, yeah, definitely give it a shot. Uh, the, the other stuff with Better Call Saul, I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's I, I don't feel like it's on the Breaking Bad level, but this this last episode, it, it's it's right on par with uh, some of the really good episodes of Breaking Bad. Well, I don't think, and I, I, I cannot wait to watch it. I think Breaking Bad didn't get to Breaking Bad level until the later seasons. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I love the first season of Breaking Bad, but, like, the stuff that you talk about at Breaking Bad level, which, I, I mean, I'm thinking more like seasons three to five are just like, motherfucker, oh my god. Yeah. So I'm really excited, and I, it's very rare that you get see, like, a good spinoff. I mean, I think, I mean, I know there's exceptions to the rule. It's like The Simpsons and Frasier. Family Family Matters. That was a spinoff? Yeah, uh, it's um, Harriet. I guess she worked at. Um, I, I forgot where she worked at, but she was um, she was on Perfect Strangers. What? Yeah, <laughs> Harriet was a character on Perfect Strangers, and for whatever reason, they they thought that uh, her and her family would be a good spinoff. And um, Steve Urkel was actually an afterthought, and uh, you know he kind of came on and um, kind of kind of made it a big hit, you know, and he kind of became the thing. So, Dude, you yeah. just blew my mind because I used to love yeah. Perfect Strangers with Belky and then the uh-huh. guy. Cousin Larry. Cousin yeah. Larry, yeah. My brother was like, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> yeah. like we used to, oh, my God. Yeah, first introduction to Greek people, um, you know, before Uncle Jesse on Full House. Uh, Jesse Stamatopoulos and his yeah. evil brother who swindles him out of money. 
Oh, his, yeah. Did, 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 I don't know if you remember, but his um, when the fir- the show first started, he was uh, Jesse Cochran. Oh no, I did not yeah. know that. And uh, John Stamos himself, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, I got Greek heritage, and and he wanted his last name to be more Greek, so they changed it. So if you go back and watch any of the earlier episodes, his name is Jesse Cochran. Wow, and uh, man, is it, and John Stamos is like one of those dudes that you like. You want to hate because he's so fucking good looking, but he's like yeah. <laughs> so funny and seems to be like a really nice human being. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, man, I saw I saw him. Um, he made an appearance on some show. I I forget what show this is. It it was clearly not something I watched, but he uh, had a guest appearance, and um, in the in the episode, he was some guy who apparently has slept with a lot of women and impregnated a lot of them. And what he would do is uh, he wouldn't use a condom, but then he'd poke holes in them. And so he would purposely, like, impregnate these women. And he, you know, at the end, it was kind of revealed, you know, um, that he's probably got kids in, like, all these other states and stuff like that. And he just didn't even care. You know, it was just the secret came out and he's just kind of like, meh, you know, that's, hey, that's me for you, you know. Uh, Huh. I'd have to look into that. It was a really weird was episode. Was it like Californications or one of those shows or Hung? No, 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 no. It, it was like um, – it wasn't even on any of those like premium channels or anything like that. Oh, wow. it was, yeah, it was just on regular uh, network TV, um, probably you know one of those hour shows. It, it wasn't a sitcom or anything like that. Um, yeah, it was just kind of a weird role to see him in. Um, you know, kind of like watching Dean Cain, one of your favorite Supermans, to play uh, Scott Peterson. <laughs> you know, it was, well, not quite, but I mean, that was a you know obviously a different role, but it was something like that. You're like, uh, Uncle Jesse is out there impregnating a bunch of women, and he's kind of a sleazeball. Oh, uh, Uncle Jesse. And then, yeah. So, how old are you when you found out that Bob Saget was a dirty comedian? Because I remember having my mind blown when I found that out. Uh, when he came out with the um. What was that Norm Macdonald movie? Dirty Work. Dirty Work. One of Wasn't my favorite he, movies. Didn't he direct that one? Is, am I not mistaken? You might be right, but I remember him in that movie, too, like talking about sucking dick for Coke. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And I was just uh, like, what? Uncle Dan- Uncle Danny Tanner? Yeah, well, e- even if he didn't have any part in it, but just, uh, yeah, him being in the movie like that, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, maybe he's just trying to... You know, do something different. Uh, did you know he was also um, recasted? I mean, there was a different Danny Tanner. No. Uh, the other one is a lot different. You, I think you might be able to catch that unaired pilot like on YouTube now. But it was a different guy too, and he played it. Um, they're completely different Danny Tanners. He was kind of more. He, he he's a lot more kind of like kind of like Jesse and Joey. You know, kind of not. Not so different and and clean like you know what I mean. Like the the personalities were a little bit different too, and I think maybe they went with a different guy just because um, you know Bob Saget played him differently. I'm not sure, but yeah, th- there's an unaired pilot with a different Danny Tanner in it. You should check it out. Imagine being that person who get picked gets picked up for a show, then you get fired, and then that show turns around to be like a con- a cultural phenomenon. I'm, there's got to be a million of those stories. Oh yeah, I mean. Um, 
kind of like uh, Back to Family Matters. You know, there, there was the middle sister who, who started off with the show and then she just disappeared for no particular reason. Like, how, how does she feel for it to for Family Matters to kind of go on and be, you know, a big hit like it did? Is she the one that turns into a porn star? It sounds right. I think so. Yeah. yeah. She was like a Judy. She was, yeah. um, I think her character's name was Judy. And they replaced her with uh, 3J, I think his name was. Gosh, I don't remember. Rachel, the sister, had a little boy. Um, Ricky? Was yeah. That oh, 3J was one of the fr- their bad friends. Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. I, I remember Waldo. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Waldo. I <laughs> to admit to even remember any of this. Um, that was embarrassing. Fuck. And then, why did that show, like... I was thinking about that maybe like a few months back. I was talking about it with a friend of mine, and then we were remembering episodes. And I remember the old ones being like real sweet and very like sitcom and family, and then Nerdy Urkel. And then like the later episodes, I remember watching when I got a little bit older, and like somehow they had Stefan and a shrinking machine, and it yeah. just turned batshit crazy like bad sci-fi. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. I mean, and, and then they they split too, right? And, and then you would have Stefan and Steve in the same episode. Yeah, and Laura dated Stefan. Right. And Steve dated Myra. But, like, it, there was an episode oh, yeah, where they yeah, do, Myra. like, they, like sh- there's an Urkel bot and, like. Oh, yeah. Man, that but would the- be the funniest podcast. Do you ever listen to this bit podcast called Go Bayside where, like, it's a comedian April Ripper- Richardson where she invites people over, like, usually, like, famous comics, to watch an episode of Saved by the Bell and then they just kind of, like, destroy it. Like, you should uh, just make fun of it. It's really funny. My okay. brother turned me on to it. But, like, at one point, there's, I forgot, I think it was, like, Jimmy Pardo. He's like, these kids are in the restaurant, and they're singing? Why is nobody yelling at them? Like, <laughs> same kind of thing with, like, Family Matters. Like, Urkel has, like, nuclear capabilities in his basement in, in suburban uh, uh, Chicago. Like, how does no one know about this? Right. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's you know, a little mad scientist himself. Yeah, that was so fucking, I don't know, man. That show has got... Are those out on DVD or anything? Um, well, I have all the fresh prints on DVD. Um, Family Matters? No, yeah, Family Matters is on DVD. I I, I remember seeing them. Yeah, sometimes uh, there's like music licensing stuff with some yeah. older shows. Like Freaks and Geeks almost never came out because of that. And The Wonder Years, I think, I believe they had to replace all the music. Oh, they, I hate it when they do that. I mean, because yeah. I own all the Quantum Leap, and, and that's... Um, that's one of the things too that some of the music were were changed. Uh, I do also have uh, the the complete set of um, of uh, Saved by the Bell too, and I haven't noticed <laughs> anything. Amazing. But yeah, I, but I don't think they had any, um, you know, like a, like a bunch of like original music really. And, and well, I, I remember like the Zack Attack group. You know, I, I can't imagine that being changed because that was written for the show. Yeah, but, um, I think it's if, like, licensed music they have to, like, remove or whatever. Yeah, oh, that'd be interesting. You know what's funny is, uh, do you remember when that, that uh, TV movie came out about the Saved by the Bell? Yeah, they went to Hawaii was... with uh, Lena. No, 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 no. This is the one that um, they had different, you know, this is newer. This is where it was, like, Oh, oh, Lifetime? lifetime? But, yeah, was it Lifetime? Okay. Yeah, when they released that movie, watching that and some of the reenactments made me kind of like uh, a little nostalgic. And I was like, you know, let me let me go see if I can find it at Best Buy. And it was like thirty bucks to complete series. I was wow. like, you know, why not? That's a <laughs> and yeah. So so that that movie was so bad, it made me go back and like buy the entire series on DVD. Oh my god, I I know um, the guy who played Screech is actually like the biggest douche. Right. 
Um, and yeah. I guess like that whole book he wrote is all lies, like all of it. And like there wasn't, a, I guess at one point like they were trying to do a Save by the Bell reunion, but no one would do it because of him. But right. like, when they did it on Fallon, he wasn't invited. Yeah. Because um, the guy who played Zach Morris, Mark Paul Gosler, did an episode of You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes, and what a, seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, yeah, I really like that Jimmy Fallon clip. Oh, you know, I loved that, it. That, it was pretty funny. I mean, that that went viral, you know, the, the <laughs> next day. I was up late one night, and um, somebody had posted it, and I swear, it was probably like midnight, too, and I was just like, how did I not see this? And I had no idea that it had aired that night, and like the the, the next day, like everybody was sharing it. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Um, it was. It was pretty good. I'm sorry, can, I, can I put you on hold for like two seconds? I'm sorry, my, my cat is going fucking nuts. Sorry about that. My cat, every time I try to record, she usually gets into some sort of trouble, and I have to, like, usually my wife's home to stop her, but, like, she was just eating stuff and, you know, just bad cat. No problem. Sorry about that. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Say by the bell, maybe? Oh, the Fallon uh, thing. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, re- I really liked that. It, you know, the, they don't make the shows like that anymore, you know, and Say by the Bell was a pretty big deal. Um, you know, uh, Kelly Kapowski, who who didn't want to be with her, right? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It l- Lately, I mean, uh, again, you, you probably see me on Twitter, and um, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really made this public or anything like that, but I, I don't know if you checked out my show or, you know, anything. But, uh, you know, so I, I do a podcast with my son, and for the past month and a half, he's been grounded, so he hasn't been on any of the episodes with me so i've been you know having some of the uh, other podcasters that i do know come on the show and uh the guy that helped me get started he was just like hey um you know where where's phoenix been you know are you still not doing the father and son thing you've been having a lot of guests on lately and i know he didn't mean it a certain way he was probably just questioning it but then it made me like oh god you know he's it's kind of right. I wonder if people are like, dude, what's, what's going on? You know, I thought this was supposed to be about him and his son, and here he is having, like, guests on. So I've been kind of feeling bad about having people on and not my son because that's the concept. And so I was like, what if I do, like, a separate one and just kind of um, start doing TV shows on my own, you know? Oh, my God. I always think of doing a separate one, too, but I, don't, I never do because it's too much work. But, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I think that's great. Uh, there used to be one I loved called It's That Episode that doesn't – I don't think it exists anymore. It was just like they would invite someone over and they watched an episode and they would just discuss it in length, among other things. Yeah, that, I think that's a really good idea, to be quite honest. Because like, yeah, I mean, it's podcasting is it's super fun, um, and you're almost never gonna really make any money off of it. So which is mm-hmm. like, I'm more than okay with. So it's kind of like the people like you and I are just like it's clearly just for fun. It's just a hobby. Like there's there's nothing more to it. Right, and and it is it's. You know, I started my show uh, originally, you know, to to bond more with, with my son because we enjoy watching movies and he does like watching the older stuff that I watch and, and you know, um, play for him. And so I was like, OK, you know, well, why don't we just put it behind a mic, you know, and, and um, you know, it's the, the concept is, will his generation think that the movies I grew up with still hold up? And a lot of them actually have, you know, uh, granted, some are kind of closer in the 90s, which are, you know, still pretty good. Like the 80s, some some of them, he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that, that's cool. But it's it's not something I'd go back and revisit, you know, what, that kind what, of thing. What holds up the best? Like, as Back to the Future holds up? Oh, yeah, he, he, he's a he's a big fan of that, too. 
uh, we, we did an episode uh, where we were actually invited to a viewing party. It was really fun. Um, some friends of mine, uh, one of my friends, his, his uh, fiance, she had never seen it. And it was her idea to kind of start this weekly uh, thing where they all have the friends come over on every Saturday. They'd watch like an old movie where, you know, they, they all haven't seen and it's supposed to be like a good movie. And for it out of the blue, she just like, Hey, back to the future. And then my friend was like, Oh, well, Peter's a big fan of that. You know, we should, you know, have him uh, come over. So I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. And, um, uh, when I went over there, I brought my mic too. I was like, let's see if I can, you know, do some interviews. And I brought it, and sure enough, it, it, everybody, nobody mind. You know, I, I lined them up, brought them in one at a time, just kind of uh, interviewed. And um, what was weird, like most of the women, most of the women had not seen it or like don't remember anything. And a lot of the guys were like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I remember liking it as a kid. And then after the movie, most of them were like, yeah, dude, it was like it was like watching a brand-new movie. I don't remember anything from it at all. Oh, that's so, so sweet. Yeah, because you don't get to be around a lot of people like that where it was like almost a brand-new movie to them. Um, so, you, you know, I I, had, I, I feel like I'm um, – I, I would like to think I'm an expert. You know, I'm a – you know uh, – more knowledgeable than the average, you know, watcher of uh, a bre- almost a Breaking Bad, but Back to the Future, you know. And uh, so after that, I, I had them ask me any questions about the movie, and then and then we played like a like a Jeopardy esque type game, you know. While during the movie, I was coming up with like answers, and then they would have to ask in the form of a question. So that was a really fun. Listen, and uh, my son Phoenix, he he would go, ma- he would match up with another person, and like he would get the answers. So he's become a big fan of that too. So that still holds up for him, um, and that's the only one I could think of uh, offhand from the '80s that he still really enjoys. Uh, the ones in the '90s are still pretty good too, and um, so he likes. I, I think he kind of liked the '90s movies better just because you know they're done a little bit better too. Yeah, the quality. What about Goonies? Does he like Goonies? Uh, he does. I, I don't know, like on a scale of one to ten, where he is with Goonies, but um, he he has his own copy. And matter of fact, that's supposed to be my next episode. Unfortunately, without him, again, he's still grounded. But I I have a guest coming on for that one too. Uh, it's unfortunate because it is one that I wanted to review with him. But my guest who's coming on, she um, ha, you know has her own website and uh, she's an author and all these things. And her her listeners they voted on Goonies because she was coming onto the show. So well, they voted right. I mean, you can always still yeah. show them Goonies. And sure. I, I I wonder if Goonies you might want. I don't know how it might be a little bit age sensitivity because there's it's not scary, but like I wouldn't show that movie. That's you got to find that right sweet spot for an age for a kid to see that. Because uh, what's the scary thing's name? Uh, sloth. Sloth. Yeah, that could be a little. Eh, they might need. But um, I, we used to have a neighbor up uh, who had a four year old, so we were friends with our neighbor and her daughter, and she would always come down to our apartment and we would hang out. And one time, you know, we were watching. We had the Netflix Kids on for her because we were like watching her for an afternoon. And I was like, Daisy, I want you to try something to watch something for me, okay? She's like, okay. And I put uh-huh. on the original Muppet movie, the one from, like, 1979. So she was three at the time, actually, about to turn uh-huh. four. So, I, I, you know, kids. I didn't think she'd give a shit because she was three. And I put on the Muppets, the original Muppet movie, which I had not seen since I was a little kid, probably like since I was, like, 11. So, and, I mean, she just fell in love. And then her mom now thanks us because it turned her on to her Muppet obsession. Because then she mm-hmm. went back, because she watched the new one, the Jason Segel one. Right, and then we showed her the original, and she just—I mean, she was like Kermit, 
ba-. and there's like a little Kermit. She's like, baby Kermit, which I think is his like brother. Like the second it opens that scene where he's like singing in the water, like she just was enamored. So I'm, I think the Muppet, that's a good one for you guys too. The Muppets movies hold up real good. Like Muppets Take Manhattan holds up. Yeah. Christmas well, Carol. He he's he's almost fifteen, so you know. He's oh, your son's that. Scary. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He he's a he's a freshman in high school. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought yeah. you were like a two year old. I do. I, I, have I, I thought you were talking about that. I was like, oh wow, that's no, <laughs> no. Well, podcast. I mean, no, right? I have a podcast with a two year old. <laughs> hey, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mean, so fifteen. Oh yeah. So fifteen. So yeah. He. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are fifteen year olds too cool for the Muppets? He he might be uh, <laughs> he he might be too cool for that um, because there, there there are some movies that he turns down because because uh, these movies uh, he he has a say in it too unless it's one like oh yeah I know this was like definitely one of my favorites we we got to check it out yeah. but there are ones that like um, you know that that are like awesomely bad type movies that I would like to review and he and he'll be like you know I I don't know if I want to do that one that kind of thing. Uh, do you ever uh, see that movie Only the Strong? It came out like 1993 with the Brazilian uh, martial arts. No. No. Okay, so it, it's about Capoeira. And did you ever uh, play Tekken? Yes. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, and you remember Eddie Gordo? No, I, I remember that little dinosaur guy, the little orange uh, guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eddie Gordo was in the, I think Tekken three. I think is when he was introduced, but. Um, yeah, so this movie Only the Strong came out in 1993, and it's about this uh, this guy who I don't know what color beret he is, but one of those color berets, right? Whether it's green or brown, whatever. And he know, he learns capoeira, which is the the Brazil, Brazilian martial arts. And so he start the movie starts off with him, you know, doing a little bit of that with some of the local natives from Brasilia, which uh, I'm assuming is where it is. And then he goes back to the U.S. where he, you know, back to his old stomping grounds to find that his his high school has gotten worse. You know, it's gotten really bad, full of gangs and violence and drugs and things of that nature. And uh, one day he was visiting a teacher and then he runs into like a kid who's getting beat up on a gang and he, he takes this entire gang out, this Jamaican gang. And then it draws the attention of, a, of the entire school. And then one of the teachers is like, wow, you, you, you did something that none of us have been able to do for like a decade. You got these kids' attention. You need to teach them capoeira. <laughs> so it's, it's a really stupid concept. And so you, so, so the, um, the the movie continues where I think they scrape like the from the bottom of the barrel like the twelve baddest students which they make the students in Dangerous Minds look like really bad students but these these kids they don't even look that bad but they're supposed to be and then you know the teacher teaches them this uh, you know this martial arts and and they are supposed to learn like discipline and and learn teamwork and all this so it's really bad acting the the script is terrible. But it's awesome fighting, you know, and he's just like, I don't know if I want to watch that. I mean, because I, I was pretty honest with him. I told him, like, yeah, the writing sucks. There's really dumb lines. Um, there's one scene where the, you know, uh, protagonist is meets the antagonist for the very first time. And then the, the villain, he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I've seen what you can do. Uh, I want I want to recruit you and have you teach my men, you know, to, how to fight. And then and then he's like, oh, uh, and, and I imagine all the coke I can snort. He's like, yeah, man, whatever you want. And he's like, yeah, I think I need to get out of here before I puke over your nice clean shoes. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of line is that? So it's just it's just terrible writing, but I think it's it's just it's awesomely good. Or what was it called again? I gotta go find this. 
Only the no, no, no. yeah, yeah. Only the strong. I, I almost strong. thought the strong survived, but uh, the entire movie's on YouTube. Oh my god, even better. Well, I know what I'm doing today. I've like the day yeah. off. I can't even wait. Um, yes, yeah, so it's on. I think it's HD too. Like so, it, the quality is actually pretty good on YouTube. So it's a uh, um, only the strong 1993. I got to do that. Um, so I guess I know it's almost. What I don't know what time is it there? Like six something. A little after six, yeah. Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I know you guys start getting going, so we should start uh, wrapping up. Uh, well, first off, sure. thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where yeah. can people find you on the internets? Uh, well, the, on Twitter, if you want to follow me, I, I don't know if I tweet very much substance, but um, uh, is uh, at Rip Citizen. You know, I I talk a lot about the Blazers and TV, and so I'm I'm pretty active on there. But uh, the the podcast I do with my son is called Hydrate Level Four. Uh, it's on iTunes and Stitcher. Just type that in. Uh, I'm also on Twitter is HLF Podcast. Also on Instagram. Uh, and obviously the the Facebook page. Do do you know that reference at all? The hydrate level four. Is it Avengers? Sorry. No, no, no. It's 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 totally okay because I I always wonder because like nobody ever really asks me like what the hell does hydrate level four mean? But uh, how familiar are you with Back to the Future two? Uh, apparently not that as familiar as you. A, a little. I I like it a lot, but I don't watch it a ton. Okay, because yeah, if I tell you, you'll be like, oh, right. Uh, but it takes place in the future where um, we're at the McFly's house, right? Yep. And uh, L- Lorraine and George, they come and visit. And Lorraine, she puts a little pizza into the hydrator. And she says, hydrate level four, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's where the line comes from. I I, I wanted something that referenced Back to the Future, but not so on the nose. Not too. That's a deep cut, too. Yeah, and, and so uh, like uh, I've, I I think maybe two, maybe three have been like, hey, is that a Back to the Future reference? <laughs> so uh, yeah, for the most part, people are just like, oh, okay, yeah, interesting name. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, and you've been a guest on a ton of podcasts too, which is really cool. I think. It's yeah, awesome. yeah, um, yeah. I I have been, and that's kind of the the thing too. Like I mentioned, you know, if I can't get Phoenix on, either I try to have a guest or I I go on to another show. Um, so I, I, I've been pretty fortunate enough that, that, you know, people like me enough to have me keep coming on. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll come back anytime. And if you ever need a guest, too, let me know. Like, I'm the same way, always trying to have people on and also get guested on places because it's, it's just so much fun. Oh, for sure, man. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk TV or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's something I wanted to do because if I, if I did another podcast, I was going to, you know, do Fresh Off the Boat. And then, um, like in the off season, I would kind of go back and watch, um, like Fresh Prince or something like that. Oh, um, Fresh Prince! Yeah, yeah. yeah so I want to do I something that like show. that. I already tentatively have a name too. It, it would be well, not really, but I have an idea. But it would be something, um, you know, with the word rerun or something like that. And then it kind of be referencing the scene from um, from Back to the Future, the first one. Where he's at his mom's family's house, his you know uh, his aunt's and uncle's house too, and they were talking about the Jackie Gleason show. And he's like, "What do you mean you've seen this? It's brand new." Well, I saw it on a rerun, you know. So, so a play on that on that line. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So it, it, then I was like, "Well, how would that work with Fresh Off the Boat? Because that's that's you know obviously a new show, but obviously the Fresh Prince part." It's like, you know, what do you mean you've seen this? It's, you know, it's brand new. So I don't know. A play on that, and, and I, I hope that that works because, you know, if Phoenix <laughs> continues to keep getting in trouble, I mean, I, I want to be able to do something that, that isn't a part of him and then, like, feel bad. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Oh man, yeah. that's so great. But it um, sounds like we enjoy a lot of the same shows. Yeah, so no, I, I, I can talk to you. Like, perfect guest. The three things I ever want to talk about, just comedy, music, and TV. Like, the only three things I, like, really care. Like, that's all the show, really, I ever try to get is people who have something in that or weird niche. Not weird, but those those three things that I love. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm basically basketball, music, movies, TVs. You know, so I, I eat. You know a I lot about up. movies, and I think that's wonderful. I lo- I like movies a lot. I don't watch enough, which I always try to watch more. Oh yeah, I I think I'm just more privy to like the older stuff, just because I, I can, that's that was my babysitter was the TV, <laughs> you know. So I didn't do a whole lot. You know, I had my little adventures on my bike, you know, around town, things yeah. like that. But you know, I, I was more of a boob tube kind of kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Know? So yeah. But yeah, the, you know, de- de- definitely thank you for having me on the show. You oh, know, I, I had a good time. It is unfortunate that yeah, that that it's is it's like six in the morning of, for you. <laughs> it is, and yeah, the, the, we don't want the baby to wake up without me in bed. So uh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, man, you have a good rest of your day. It's so hey, weird you to have too. you. It just feels weird to podcast and have it accomplishment by like nine or for you six. <laughs> well, and this is probably the shortest I've ever done with a guest too. And usually I go on for like two hours, yeah, which yeah, I, I would have loved to do. No, but... absolutely. Which well, do, let's do it again because I know we could definitely do two hours. Like, oh, for sure. Not even a question. Well, man, we'll we'll talk about movies and TV. That's all I love. Hi, right, man. You have a good rest. All of right. Day. Hey, you too. I'll see you later. In the future, humans create AI. Three days later, they have sex with it. Gigahose is a robot sex comedy with what's been called a South Park level of shock value. Creators Adam Lash and Kevin Gilligan take their concept in smart, surprising directions. It's been described as pure genius with a real clerks-like charm. Catch season one now at youtube.com slash gigahose.